Welcome to the RSV Podcast. This is Pasha Zitzava, Pasha Zachar, Tavshin Pei Gimel, this week's podcast. If I sound like a schlepper, then I am a schlepper, sponsored by my dear, dear friends who've done so much for us. Joel and Annie Tenser for the Yorzeits of David Ben Emanuel Oliva Shalom and Chana Alta Bas Shlomo David Aleha Shalom and anonymously Lily Nishmas Maras Sarah Bas Rab David Aleha Shalom. Sponsorships are 180 US or 200 Canadian. Both US and Canadian receipts are available. The Magid van Kuznets, Kalonimus Kalman Halevi Epstein, the most famous of the Rebbe of Meilf and the Talmidim. Had Yichus, he was a community leader, he succeeded, he was the Talmud Chacham, he was everything. His family could trace its origins all the way back to David HaMelech. But his early years were so difficult, he was poor, as poor as they would come. So poor that as a little boy, he would have to sell bagels on the street corner. His mother baked those bagels at home, and he sold them on the street. But after he sold those bagels, little Kalman, or eventually Reb Kalman, would sneak into shul, he would listen to the Rav Shir, and he absorbed, he had that capacity. One day, as a joke, one of the local Gevirim, an established man, perhaps not such a nice person, walked over to the little child and told him, you know what, do me a favor, repeat the drasha to me. He saw him sitting in shul, he didn't dream that this child was absorbing the drasha, he said, repeat the drasha. Now most little boys, whether they knew the material, whether they didn't know the material, would have just melted, they would have fled, they wouldn't have spoken back to the local Gvir, they wouldn't have answered his question. But little Kalman, even then he knew his powers, he knew his strengths, and so he looked this Gvir in the eye, and he repeated the drasha word for word, phrase for phrase. That Gvir was so taken aback, was so astounded, not just by the knowledge, but by the confidence that he realized that this was no ordinary little boy. This child had potential, tremendous potential. And so he agreed to support this little boy to get him the best from the best chinuch, until he became the great Maggid. And it's the Maggid story, but it's the story that the Maggid used for the rest of his life. Not just on himself, in terms of developing himself, but in terms of developing the people around him. And one such person was a person that we'll call Rapinchasel. He was a schlepper. He had nothing, he didn't expect to have anything, he couldn't rub two couples together, no respect, not from his family, not from himself. Comes in to his Rebbe, the Magad one Purim, and he tells him, Freilich and Pidim. The Magad turns to him and said, that's not how you say happy Purim. You don't say Afreilich and Pirim. You say Afreilich and Pirim. Say it with gusto, say it with heart, say it with conviction. Say it the way it's meant to be said. Say it. And so, again, Rapinchasel tried. He said Afreilich and Pirim. The Rebbe told him that's not enough. I want you to say it loud. I want you to say it clear to me and to everyone around you. Say Afreilich and Pirim. And so this time, the schlepper, the person who didn't have anything, said, He said it with gusto, and he said it with heart, and he said it with meaning. And the Rebbe tells him, not just to me, to everyone around you, I want this Purim to be a truly something that will really resonate in your heart and in the hearts of everyone around you. 
And now I want you to go to the grocery store and get me an amazing shlachmanis. I want you to bring me an amazing shlachmanis. I want a bottle of bromfen and I want some really, really good cake. Now this schlepper, this poor man who never had two pennies, couldn't get anything at the grocery store. They didn't trust him. His line of credit was closed. He had no money. How was he going to buy a beautiful shlachmanis? But he goes to the grocery store. He walks through the door and he says, He says it with gusto and with heart and with passion. And the man behind the counter who knew the schlepper, Repinchasol, knew him for years, is looking at him. Who is this? What happened to you? And he's so astounded by the passion, by the positivism, by the drive, by the conviction, by the belief in self, that he answers him back, And then Repinchasol tells him, You know what? I need a beautiful shlachmanis. And I know that I don't have money. And I know that my line of credit is closed. But I'll pay you for it. Not today, maybe not tomorrow, but I'll pay you for what I take. And you know what? The owner of the store accepts this, and he believes him. And he gives him whatever he wants. And Rapinchasel is astounded, because it's working. When you project strength, you are strong. When you believe that you're strong, others believe that you're strong. And suddenly, he can get a shlach manis. And he goes back to his Rebbe, and he brings him this amazing shlachmanis that he just bought on credit. Now the Rebbe tells him, I want you to go back to that grocery store, and I want you to load up on a beautiful suda for your family, and I know you don't have credit, but I want you to get it anyway. And so he goes back to that store, and again he roars out like a lion with strength and conviction of Freilich and Piram. And he says, I need this, and I need that, and I need that, and I need this. I want all that now, and I know that I don't have credit. But I'm going to make good. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but I'm going to make good. And you know, the mound behind the counter is taken with him. And he says, if you believe in yourself, I believe in you. And he gives him whatever he wants on credit. And so Rapinchasel, the schlepper, the former schlepper, goes home. And he walks through his door, and his hands are full of the most amazing foods and gifts, things his family had never seen. And he screams out, And his wife never heard him talk this way. And his kids never heard him talk this way. And his wife, who had always yelled at him, and the kids who had always disrespected him, and his wife and the kids who had always yelled at each other because it wasn't functional and it wasn't working and no one believed in anyone and no one expected anything and no one aspired to anything. Suddenly it's a whole different feel. It's a totally different situation. Suddenly it's really a Freilich and Piram. And so his kids and his wife, they call back with gusto and passion a Freilich and Piram. And it really is a Freilich and Piram. Because his mindset was that it's going to be Freilich. And you know what? It's not just to the Rebbe, and it's not just to the grocery store, and it's not just to his family. It's to the businessman. The next day after Purim, he realizes he has to make good. He owes money, and he has to pay it back. And so, he goes to that local Gvir, and he tells him, you know what? I need a hundred rubles. And I know I don't have anything, 
And I know that they were failures. And I know I didn't succeed. But that was then and now is now. And you give me that money, I'll work with it. I'll buy merchandise and I'll sell it. And I'll succeed. And I'll do good for me. And I'll do good for the community. I need 100 rubles. And you know what the Gvir does? He gives it to him. He says, if you believe in yourself, then I believe in you. If it's a Freilchen Purim to you, it's got to be a Freilchen Purim to everyone around you. Every one of us has a speckle. And every one of us has the right and the wherewithal to turn himself or herself into a schlepper. We can walk around like schleppers and talk like schleppers and act like schleppers. We can easily do it and we can do it for good reason. And if we do that, then we really will be schleppers. Or we can do something different. We can go ahead and call out a Freilchen Pirim with gusto and passion and conviction. And when we do that, we won't just not be schleppers anymore. If we do that, we'll really have a Freilchen Pirim. It's a message for Purim. It's a message for all year long. With a bracha for a good Shabbos, and of course for a Freilchen Pirim, and with the hope that we'll connect again next week in Mir Tzashem.